1: We have had a really great time today. We're going to close out um, today's show by talking about protests in Russia over the weekend. So I don't know if you had a chance to see the news Ethan but there were tens of thousands of protesters in the street across this gigantic country. Yeah. It spans eight time zones. So there were people from the far east um all the way through Moscow and St. Petersburg and um they they had to be actually really really dedicated protesters because I've been in Russia in the winter and it is uh, not fun. Um temperatures in some places reached 50 degrees below. Um Zero Celsius, which is 58 below Fahrenheit, so very, very cold. But, but these protesters um, were out uh, protesting the arrest of Navalny, who yeah. um, Alexei Navalny, who had been in Germany because he was recovering from being poisoned by a nerve agent, uh, by um, allegedly by Kremlin officials. So when he got back to Moscow, they arrested him as he stepped off the airplane, and um, he suspected that that would happen. And he had already been on social media asking for people to uh, protest for him, and on Saturday they did that.
2: Well, and Alexei Navalny is such an impressive person uh, because so many of the other Russians who would have represented opposition politicians, opposition Mm -hmm. figures in the media, in business, uh, and in politics— are dead yeah and, and, and not you know, just look not just dead and in prison but so many of them are dead uh they yeah. were murdered and for him uh, to still be going yep yeah. and That's still right. be doing this even after and putin nearly got him with that poison they nearly got yeah. him um yeah. and still he went back to russia and he said no man this is where i live and this is where i'm yeah. still still advocating for change it's a, yeah. it's amazing I
1: think it's likely that he's going to end up being a martyr for the cause. Right. You think so? Um, he's yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do actually. Um, he, he was the one, if you remember, um, he impersonated a Kremlin intelligence official and recorded a call and where they yeah. where they said, yeah, we actually had the that that nerve gas was in the inseam of his underwear. And and then, of course, um, when he released that information, they denied it. They said it was fake. But yeah, but uh, yeah, he he got them to confess, actually. So so the tie in one of the tie ins with Utah, at least, is that Senator Mitt Romney again um, has actually filed some legislation. It's bipartisan. And they want to sanction um, the the Kremlin, or at least the people who've been involved with both the poisoning and the detention, and uh, and he's been pretty outspoken about that. So, yeah, he's yeah.
2: Well, it's a uh, there's something else. There's another wrinkle to this, and yeah. that is the investigation that Alexei Navalny's group rolled out uh, just before yeah. the <laughs> protest, and it's actually credited with being a big part of of the the turnout is this yeah. investigation into a piece of property that uh, apparently Putin owns down on the Black Sea, which is costing yeah. over a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, to, not a I billion rubles, a picture billion dollars. It. It's, it's this enormous impressive. estate. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's what you'd expect um, from a billionaire Russian. Yeah. It's gaudy <laughs> and terrible <laughs> and not worth the money. Um, but nevertheless, you know, that's how yeah, he's going to but- spend it.
1: And economically, Russia is actually, at least per capita, they're they're not a major superpower because of how much money is not, I guess, available to the people of the country. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I have. I adopted from Russia, and I also adopted from Kazakhstan and Romania. I went through Moscow for all of those adoptions, and I haven't been back for more than 20 years. But but they it was it was so interesting and so different than the United States, and that was before Putin came to power. I was followed by the Russian mafia. I knew oh, yeah. that. I had people who pointed it out to me and said, they're mafia, they're mafia. I'm like, okay. Oh,
2: <laughs> right? It's a little Just, bit yeah, scary. Keep your nose clean. Um,
1: Yeah, actually, the first time I flew into Moscow was right after the parliament building had had snipers on the roof and um, flames coming up out of the windows. And um, I was only there for a couple of weeks, and by the time I had left... Uh, I think I was three and a half weeks by the time I left that all of those repairs had been done. But one of the things that really freaked out my uh, traveling companion was that when I landed, um, you know, we're, we're Americans and I probably have more bravado than I have brains, but there was this young guy with this, uh, this machine gun across his shoulder, he was a soldier, Russian soldier, he looked like he was 16. And I just chased him down and said, can I take your picture? And this is way before (laughs) digital photos, right? So he had to like pause and I had to take a few. So hopefully they turned out good, but, but, but he was totally friendly and I was never worried about myself, but. (laughs) But anyway, right now they they have a a huge movement um, and we'll see where it goes. But there are some people who are like, this is maybe the beginning of the end of Putin. We'll see.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, Putin, he's he's encouraging um, the Russian parliament to pass that law that would shield ex-presidents from any prosecution. Did you see that? <laughs> That's trying uh, to get that, that done. That sounds so,
1: familiar actually.
2: <laughs> and, and a lot of yeah, and a lot of analysis, analysts are saying, well, he's trying to get parliament to pass this that so he can leave office cuz uh, yeah. he feels like we're well, the only thing keeping him out of prison right now, which is kind of the traditional Russian way, right? You take power and then right. you throw the old guys in prison or you yeah. denounce yeah. Or them, kill or them or something yep. like that, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. so he's just looking for a little bit of peace in his retirement, uh, which uh you know, on the black he Get yeah, he he shouldn't get that kind of peace because of what of what you've of what he's put his people through. And you're right, it's a poor country because all the money goes up to the top, yeah, and yeah. and enriches these people, which is too bad. Yeah. And and yeah. and this is actually, I mean, this is where I'm a little bit conflicted on Navalny too, because and I know it's on on the one hand it's not my business, but on the other hand we got to fill our time, but because um, <laughs> Navalny's kind of he's kind of a Russian nationalist as well, and yeah. so it's like. Well, you know, you want a different face, you want less corruption, but you know, Navalny supports staying in Crimea, and the Crimea was such a joke. Imagine, yeah. imagine if one day your uh, your neighbor's car is in your uh, garage, yeah. and he's like, "No, this is my garage. It's always been my garage. I've always parked my car here, and right. just won't let anything." Won't say anything different. That's what Russia did with Crimea. They're like, what are you talking about? This has always been. And, right. uh, and and you know, he supports stuff like that. So even if Putin leaves, even if, like, let's say, best case scenario, well, Putin leaves and Navalny's president, you still got to wonder, is, Putin, yeah. is, is Russia uh, still right? going mean, to be a great partner?
1: Right. We'll see. We'll see. But do you remember Alek Walesa from Poland? Yeah. He was part of the resistance and the opposition, and he turned out to be a really terrible president.
2: Yeah. And so, that's <laughs> but, what I'm saying. But,
1: but he, was a, but he was a good um, uh, rabble rouser, right? He was good to bring uh, mm-hmm. issues to the fore. He just didn't know how to govern any differently, and so he just did the same and cronyism yeah. and appointed his buddies and his family and stuff. But, but he was really good to stir the pot and get people talking about maybe there's a different,
2: a different path. Well, and isn't that the case with a lot of activists? You know, they're right. they're good yeah. for activate, act, right. activating, but they're also right. good at governing. There's a difference, right? There's a difference. Well, between...
1: and, and people say that about politicians in the United States, right? It's, easy, sure. it's quote unquote easy to campaign, hard to govern.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You said it well. And you know what? Let's let's wrap up on that thought. We'll give you the last word, Holly. Uh, very well said. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. You got the rest of the afternoon here with KSL News Radio. Uh, I'm Ethan Miller. I've been here with Holly Richardson. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll uh, maybe do it again sometime soon. Take care. Bye,
1: everyone.
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985.